as the looks of a dog that they're interested in, but we need to make sure that their family is up for whatever the task is for that specific dog. So I thought, why don't we just discuss each corgi and then that way we can go back to everybody who has their app in and refer them to listen to the podcast. They can see it because we'll put the dog's yes. pictures. I don't have a lot of videos of these dogs, but we have, we can put still shots of who We've they not are. had them a super long time either yeah. yet, but I, I was looking. Not like we, we did the Bordeaux's yeah, where we had no. like Mowgli for six months. Right. right. No. <laughs> it's been, it's been less than a month with yeah. these guys, but none of, none of these dogs are turnkey. The ones on this list. Okay. None of them walk on a leash. Okay. Um, none of them will come to you other than, nope, none of them. None of them. None of these. Um, it's, it's going to be a project at varying levels right. for each dog. And I think it's important to emphasize because a lot of people, they see their cute face and they're like, oh, I would love to have that corgi. And they don't think to themselves, that dog's terrified mm. and isn't going to come to me. No. Well, and I always say to people, you know, this dog is in a rescue for a reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we have people that come and they say they want an emotional support animal for their child, maybe who's going through cancer treatment. And I have to go back to them and say, I'm so sorry, but I don't think we're going to be the best fit for what you need. And I want to refer them to a group that works exclusively, you know, with dogs that are trained for that specific yeah. role mm -hmm. yeah. and our dogs would not meet you know one of these dogs is just not going to meet no matter how cute they are right that specific periodically need. in the rescue we will have a dog like that that's magical a uh, bessie pearl yeah <gasps> that dog yellowstone wasn't oh my yellowstone? god i mean when you have a dog that's just filled with magicalness like that but that's one it's very few right most of the time when we especially mill dogs when we rescue mill dogs we have dogs like this who've lived in a cage their whole life with no social outlet, no experience, no nothing. And, and they are who they are because of that. And they will be who they will be because of who we put them to live with. Right. And that's critical for people to know <coughs> that, that we don't adopt dogs out like this without the family knowing you've got your work cut out for you here. Right. We, and I, I, again, I go back to them and I say, I want this to be a wonderful experience for your family, but I also want to make sure that full disclosure, we've been very transparent about what the dog's needs are and that you're up for the task. You know, some people are at a point in their life where they're willing to take on more, you know, maybe they're retired and so they've got more time in their day mm -hmm. and they've adopted a dog who was anxious at some point in their life. So they had that experience and then there they have the patience to take that on again mm -hmm. maybe someone else has three small children and they work full-time and they're doing soccer and baseball and and trying to bring in a mill dog that needs socialization they don't have the time for that yeah. mm -hmm. you know it really just depends on each on each family so again we're looking at all these wonderful applications that we have but the the people just applied for them like in the first few days because they're beautiful based, based on how based they look on looks yeah. and we can't place them based on their looks so i just thought let's we've got the dogs emma here. is here because emma works with these dogs every day so she's i don't know these dogs that well i was at intake so i saw them there you were at intake you saw their very bad behavior i saw some very <laughs> i saw some very scared very shut down behavior i saw some heel nipping behavior some barking and but chasing but and she's been them with them for you know a few weeks now so we're just going to go through dog by dog 
and we'll discuss each dog, who they are, how old they are, how big they are, and then when Wes does the editing of this podcast, he will interject pictures of, of said dog. And they look very similar. Some of them look very, very similar. I know similar. every single one of them now confidently, but even in pictures, you have to kind of like right. Well, identify. many of these dogs are litter mates. Yep. They're just, this is so-and-so's oh, really? brother. This yeah. is, oh, yes. The two that are pending are litter mates, and there's two more from their litter that are still. Now, they're just separate homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. not. The, so <clears> the good <throat> news that we can say about everybody before we even begin to talk about them behaviorally is everybody in this group, um, we're not going to have any ongoing health issues. Okay. So they're generally healthy. They have the things that we typically see with the mill dog. And that's going to be your yeast, ear infections, so bacterial minimal, skin infections. You know, I just remind people, they're not getting normal grooming and bathing and, you know, being kept clean. Mm-hmm. And so we see almost every mill dog we get has a yeast ear infection. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have things like um, dental cleaning, spay, neuter, ear infections. Super basic vetting considering exactly. what we get with yeah. And when then nobody we- came heartworm positive. No. Nobody. Nobody no. came with masses. Nobody came with, you know, maybe pregnant. I mean, so it's a pretty clean group with that. Yes. But they're pretty young dogs. I mean, mm-hmm. the oldest one was Bramble, right? Yeah. Uh, 2016. Um, yeah, Bramble. And, and I believe Dipper. she's probably the mother of many of these dogs. She is. Yeah. They said on the original sheet that the breeder had sent. Yeah. So we'll start with Bramble because she's the oldest girl. Mm-hmm. She's a tricolored female. And so... For people who don't know what... Tri- tricolored is black, tan, and white. And you'll see that in, like... You'll see it in Aussies. You'll see it in... Uh, see it in... Like beagles. Beagles. Um, Varying s- shades. Yeah. Cavaliers. Uh, Cavaliers, yep. Cavaliers. So, anyway, she is black, white, and tan. Um, she has tan points. Tan points. And points mean... Your little eyebrow hole right here. This right here. (laughs) Um, You'll see a white blaze. Born 1021 of 2016. She weighs 20 pounds. She's big and chunky. She is a little fatty girl. We're working on it. She is a little fatty girl. (laughs) So behaviorally, I mean, I can just tell you what I saw from her when on intake was she was, um, she was in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Very much in the corner. And like you said, none of these dogs will move on a leash, right? Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, one that is pending today walked out to me in the vet on there a leash today. He's like, I'm ready to but go. <laughs> he is the most confident outgoing of the males. Yeah. So that's different. None of the boys are like him. Okay. <clears throat> and we're not even talking about him. But yeah, right. none of these dogs, none of these dogs will walk on a leash. They will roll and bite and fight because they don't know what it is. Right. They have never been on a leash, ever. And you guys have followed us long enough where we've talked about this. The most recent one was Guinevere yep. slash Clementine that Jenna adopted. We saw the video of her in the parking lot with Travis trying to come in. Or she's a wild alligator. Yep. Flipping, biting, going peeing, to hurt, going to hurt, going to hurt herself, going to hurt her mouth. And, you know, fast forward to today. Jenna lives in an apartment complex that has like a social yard for her to take her to. So she lives her life on a leash where she has to go to from the parking lot to her home, to the yard to go potty. And she's moving about quite well, Um, which, you know, you have to commend Jenna for because that's the work that she's going to, that's the work she's put into her. Mm -hmm. And that's what it takes for anybody to adopt one of these dogs. You sign on for the work because 
we're we, rescuing a dog. You're rescuing a dog, and we don't want to place this dog with you. And six weeks from now, you reach back and go, "Well, that dog, <clears throat> she just, you know, she's awful on a leash." Mm-hmm. And, and I tra- <laughs> that's one other thing that we should mention here. You know, when you have dogs that have come from a mill, so they've not been well socialized. They're not house trained. They're not leash trained. They may never have been around a television, a vacuum cleaner. All the things that you think about of your dog in your home, mm-hmm. a mill dog's not going to have experience with that. Of course, the minute we get them into the sanctuary, you know, they're kept on a schedule. They're taken out. We start working on house training. But that's something that anyone wanting to adopt has to be willing to work mm-hmm. on. Yep. If we get an email and someone says, you know, I really want a house trained dog, then I'm... She's pretty immediate with you, you. You're at the wrong place. I say I say to every adopter, I don't care how old this dog is, you are taking home a six-week-old puppy. They know nothing. Yeah. They don't know anything. You have to keep their world very small in the beginning and very structured because if they're just allowed in the house, they, they don't know to go outside. Yeah. It's never even been something they've been introduced to until they've been with us, and we are on a very tight schedule of what we do and they get used to that yeah. and they move about and they go out the door but at your home it's it's a reset yes it's a hard a reset. hard reset for a long they know nothing <laughs> they know nothing so tell us about bramble bramble is very sweet really loves hugs eva loves bramble because bramble wants to sit in your lap and is not scared of being touched she wants you to just hold her and love her and she'll sit in your lap and that's amazing, which is very different from many of these dogs. Yeah. I think that the person, um, the breeder had a relationship with this dog because she she had a name. She told us about her personality. Um, this dog has been around humans. She's not one of these eight month old, however old these puppies are yeah. that have never ever, it's so obvious, they've just not had contact. They've just been together. Right. Um, she she wants a whole lot of nothing to do with any of these other dogs, male or female. She's not being aggressive, but she's just not interested. Um, she will let the very scared ones come and sit next to her, but she has no desire for like social interaction, playing, nothing, at least not with these dogs. Okay. Um, the breeder told us that she could not be with the females, that she was oh, that's aggressive. Right. I forgot that. Um, we've not had that problem. I've seen her hit her den door one time to tell a dog to buzz off, but so does everyone. Yeah, I remember, so her, say, I remember her saying that she was aggressive with yeah, we've not, females we've, and aggressive with some of the males yeah, sometimes. We've not had any, in, any of that. I'm going to tell a quick story about this breeder because Ricky told me this story because different. These dogs, we got she gave them to us. She did not want to take them to auction. And Ricky went and picked them up, which is kind of a more common thing that we're getting now with like breeder releases. But what was interesting about her, because, you know, Ricky, you know, he'll sit there and strike up a conversation. And, yeah. And this lady, Ricky said, why didn't you send them to auction? Because the auction was the same day. And she said, I can't sit in that auction house and look at their faces on the table and not know where they're going. Wow. And I thought, wow, that's a big statement from a mill owner. It's a yeah. big statement. And I commend her. Absolutely. You know, and she wanted to do it right with their vaccinations. Make, yeah, she wanted to do it right with their vaccinations. She wanted to make absolutely sure well, because that they were going w- well, to a good place. <clears throat> and when you say right with their vaccinations, For it's because 
Oh, for her own records. But she wants to keep she would, it. She wanted to make sure and do everything legally the right way that you're supposed to. They need to have certain to cross va- state lines vaccinations and health certificates to cross the state lines, and she was making sure it was being done the way that the mm-hmm. government requires it. So she so. handed these dogs over to us. And, and the only thing we paid good, for was their vaccines. In pretty good physical condition. There, these dogs are on very minimal meds yeah. some of them don't some of them it's just a flush yeah. it's not even an ear infection we've got like our pm meds are taking like five minutes and it's because the frenchies are on 15 things Did these this dogs lady, like, are, uh, these dogs are generally us and find us somehow no no it was through our anonymous bidder because she's you know she's connected out there to so many different mill owners that will reach out to her and go do you have anybody who can take and that's how she came to us and said i've got a gaggle of of corgis can you guys a take a big gaggle of corgis? And we knew it would be, I mean, we pr- primarily, you know, focus on French bulldogs and mm-hmm. dog de Bordeaux. So to take corgis, we know that takes us a little bit longer to mm-hmm. place them because... And they're a little weird. You know, if you, I mean, people that love the breed, love the breed. But they're little herders. But it's not... They're different. Little herders. It's not a breed for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so we knew that taking them, they would be with us a little longer yeah. to do it right. Oh. And that's what basically this podcast is about, is doing it right. Of Even though we've got somewhere between 60 and 80 applications for these dogs, I just didn't feel comfortable, no matter how good the app was, of starting through it, knowing that we had some of the social and behavioral mm-hmm. issues that I've been hearing about um, without us trying to bring it to a podcast where I could refer someone and say, hey, I know you're interested. Could you go listen to this? And then come back to me and mm-hmm. tell me what you yeah. think. So, and honestly, like generally speaking, like, like just say like I'm I'm over at the ranch and a, a day at work and someone calls me and goes, oh, I have a corgi, I want to board with you guys. I just go, first I'm on the phone, so I'm just like, yeah, sure, great. But in my head, I'm like, oh no, a corgi. <laughs> they're very. It's it can be a very difficult breed. Um, they're you know they're little terriers and They're little herding breeds that's what little, they are you know and so they, they <clears throat> yeah. it's basically like a french bulldog that's a terrier <laughs> i mean our our primary veterinarian dr reno loves them that's her one she of her of breeds them. she, she loves them. the corgi and yeah. i remember in the very beginning when we got one of our first corgis she just had a fit she took her home i don't think did she Was go that? to the vet and she never came <gasps> home from the vet well she went to the auction with us when she took that before that, that oh i don't remember i think she already had one uh, anyway she, you know people yeah. that love corgis <clears throat> love them but yeah and and uh, uh, you know obviously the 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 general public loves corgis but i don't think they know exactly they love the picture of corgis yeah. they're, cute. <clears throat> they're adorable yeah. Yeah. i mean yeah. they're li- their little butts are so cute like it's a lot bunny like rabbits with little short legs and big yeah. ears it's very similar in the way to people love frenchies but not everybody needs to have a frenchie exactly. yeah. because of their needs exactly. yeah. they have I mean, very you, you have a dog specific like pinky needs. A fr- a, you know are you talking about my pinky yeah Naughty pink. Pinky <laughs> is like a perfect example of like. Well, first of all, she's terrible. She is not terrible. She's pretty bad. She's pretty bad. She's, she's like so knives. sassy and nasty and possessive and just like. Man, you always, just like you just like blow her so far. Always, out of always all up in your business. She doesn't do any of that if there aren't any toys on the board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But as you, long but as there's no toys. Or a rock. Or a rock. Demon, Demon Pinky. Pinky with toys. Because, because. <laughs> yeah, thank when, you, Laura. When she, when she picks up something she wants to own, she turns yeah. into a different dog. 
She goes like this. <clears> you can <throat> see it. Like, and there's Demon Pinky. Yeah. Right how there. many how many bullshit yeah. fights in your house have started? Because of Pinky and you know, her behavior. None. none. No. Fights don't start because of Pinky because you know why? She, she's going to deflect the blame is what she's going to do. And they all know. Oh. It's not her fault at I just all. Th- I just think back when we go off on our first rabbit tail or trail. But, you know, when you were describing when you turned the corner and you saw Pinky in there. And Pinky's in there by herself and she's just got her chest out. And she's, she's eight weeks old. She has good. a lot of fear in the Jeez world. Louise. She's like this. Demon Pinky, bring it. <laughs> I'm not scared in this auction yeah. house. What do you got? I love a confident dog. I do too. It's why it's a stupid poodle. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care. Well, woo. that isn't like... <coughs> poodle's not... No, I'm not it's, saying poodle's dominant. I'm saying poodle was just like, woo. I don't they're, care. They, they, they're confident. fearless. Yeah. They're confident. She's not yeah. scared. Pinky's not afraid of anything. You can't make Pinky afraid. Yeah. The same, but see, Bessie is the same way. You can't make Bessie afraid, but they're two completely different dogs. Totally different. Bessie's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky's got all the confidence in the world. Mm. And I love that. I'm sorry. Do. You'll deal with you'll deal with the other stuff because it's great to have a dog that's not shaken. And, like, and honestly, yeah, you know, I, I started this just kind of like kind of generally trash talking corgis, but I, I like the same thing, too. You know, yeah. Sweeps is like my, my first dog that I've actually owned myself. She's a very, very confident, loyal, yeah. nasty, yes. nasty yes. terrier. Yeah. And I like Your that. Your dog will bite no, only, yes. only girls that are naughty. No, no, no. Anybody who tries to pick her up. Any, don't do that. Any human or dog. She will She will just be like, oh, hey. And I want you to hear what he just said about Pinky when he owns Schweeps. 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 Because Pinky's like dumb about and it. She is not dumb about it. She's, She's very about smart it. about it. Mm. And Pinky, when she picks up that item and she's gallivanting Demon. with it. And I say to her, "Don't you even think about it?" And that's and that's that that that's that's kind of like the uh, the uh, difference is that Pinky's confident, Sweeps is confident, but Sweeps doesn't parade stuff around. She doesn't Pinky need. Does parade. She doesn't need it to all be about her. No, because this is why I love a terrier. A terrier is all about you. That's true. And nothing else. That's true. And I love terriers because I've grown up with schnauzers my whole life. Oh, kitty. Kitty's, <laughs> kitty's kind of an anomaly. She's not really. She is. She's not loyal. <clears throat> she's oh. not really loyal. <laughs> she'd go home with Wes right now. Yeah. Uh, which is very rare for, for uh, a, 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 a schnauzer because mm-hmm. they're usually like, you know, their first owner until death. My, well, until, r- r- until your owner puts you in an auction in a little red coat. Mm-hmm. Well, no. that I mean, that, that was just nasty and cruel but that that doesn't say anything about or that that experience for kitty doesn't didn't have any experiences to like what her personality is no um she doesn't just, have typical terrier bonding to a person that uh, my experience with all the other yeah. schnauzers she doesn't have typical terrier fixations because she's got poodle in her and that's why she's that color the only, the, the only like typical <laughs> true. It she's is, party it is true schnauzers don't come party yeah. she has so the that woo. part of her brain is the poodle in her mm-hmm. she's a social girl oh, she'll go with anybody that's not like a schnauzer the only you know schnauzers typically have like a lot of fixated behaviors with, with kitty it's not really the case other than just manic barking yes that, that, that's her only terrier-based, like, fixated behavior. Yeah. Because uh, they can have a lot of other ones, but for Kitty, it's just, it's, she just got the barking gene. She has the barking. <laughs> she sure Very does. much a schnauzer <laughs> is the barking. Yeah. She gets in big trouble every day. 
Okay. Number two is Buzz. Buzz is one of the litter mates. Um, and let's, because some people may be listening to this and not watching this. Mm -hmm. So let's like give their mm -hmm. birthday, oh, sure. their yes. dental and their weight and everything. And then just so that they have for each dog. Yeah, Buzz is a female. Buzz is red and white. Birth date of one thirteen twenty two. She's and Buzz little. weighs in at 16 pounds. She's little. So she's little. I, I remember this one. She's kind of. So we forgot to mention, so today is the fifth, uh, sixth. the sixth. So we forgot to mention, so Bramble has been fully vetted. She's ready for adoption now. Buzz has been fully They're vetted. They're both the vet they right now. She's, today. Yeah, she's ready for adoption now. Okay. So um, tell us about Buzz. Buzz is um, extremely, extremely shut down. Buzz is terrified. Buzz is the polar opposite of her brother and her sister, who are both the most outgoing dogs in this group. Isn't that interesting? So Isn't it crazy? So you have three that are litter mates, raised in the same environment. Yep. And you have two of them that just surpassed it. It's like, that's fine. They couldn't Whatever. care less. Mm -hmm. And then you have it's, dogs can be born this way. People need to understand that. Their, their, their temperament, their mindset, they can I be born I say it to clients every day, every day. It doesn't have anything to do with um, how you even raise them. How you, I mean, you could have taken Buzz and raised her probably yourself, bottle fed her, and she'd probably still be a shutdown Just dog. scared. But it doesn't, I mean, even though we say that and it kind of sounds a little bit scary, it does not mean that she can't make progress. Of it just means not. this no. is just where she is right now. Right. Yeah. But the same way that Jenna's- Clementine. Clementine, you know, came in and is alligator rolling in the parking lot. Now she's walking on a leash. So again, we're looking for the right home that has the time and, and the patience. She is a puppy. You've got you to still have time to mold her differently. Yeah. Versus this dog, this a six-year-old dog, dog, dog who is ten shut months down. old. She's right. ten months old. But she has made um, just to be straight up, little to no progress at the sanctuary. She will not come near us ever. Ever, ever, ever. Does she run from you? She runs from you. Um, she has just very recently stopped running from me when I have to go get her to bring her back inside. Um, she does not want to go potty if you are outside. She, if we're out there, she goes to the farthest corner in the main yard or the farthest corner in the shade in the turf yard, and she stays there. Okay. And that started with her dime Foxy, they were on a little pile. You remember all the pictures of yep. those three? Mm -hmm. um, and it would, you know, alternate a different dogs. A clutch of corgis. Yeah, a little, a cor we called it Corgi Corner. Mm -hmm. um, and they would just be there. Uh, the other ones have now ventured out of the corner. They follow us, um, not follow us like interested in us, but if we move around the yard, they will move around the they yard will move too. around the yard. Buzz will not. Buzz okay. has no interest in that. Um, Buzz does not want a stranger picking her up. When we had um, Gretchen's people come and meet everybody, now Mabel, Gretchen, mm -hmm. the Doberman, um, um, Buzz did not want, and not want, um, not want as in like, I'm gonna bite you, but she was just horrified of right. those people. It brought her no comfort to have a person pick her zero, up and hold her. Zero, zero, zero. She's just now gotten to the point where I'm no longer, it's no longer a two-person project to get her inside. Yeah. I can walk up to her and she just stops. Yeah. And then I can get her, and she's not gonna bite me, she's not gonna thrash, but she's just, it's just scary Stiff. for her. Stiff. Very scary for her. Um, she's little though, she's one of the smallest ones, and I, I think that the only way Buzz is going to make progress is to get away from these other dogs. Yes. Because her brain is just broken. And she has taken this role in this group. And 
it's very clear that she's not going to be able to get out of it herself and she's going to have to be brought out of that and it's going to take time yeah. and a lot of patience. And that, and let's, let's talk about that for a minute because a lot, a lot of times people don't understand that. But when you have a dog like that who's with the same dogs, they're almost like trapped in the... In the social classes. The social mentality yeah. of the group. We have, this with, we have this with mill mamas, with Frenchies yep. even, where they just want to throw knives at each other, you know, even though they haven't done anything. And then you get them in a home with other balanced well, backpack, dogs. Backpack, the and golden retriever. Yes. yes. Backpack, the golden retriever that wouldn't even move at the sanctuary, would not move, would not come out of her den, was, she's not going to do anything. Took her, put her in Amy's house. It wasn't 24 hours. She's up in the bed. She's mm-hmm. up in her bed. It's because yeah. their brains are, it's, it breaks their brains to be in this setting. And the only way is to get them out of it and show them true normal yeah. without these other dogs that are the yeah. same as her, just not as bad. Right. <clears throat> and you guys will see us do that periodically where we pluck a dog from the sanctuary and take it to the ranch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, here's some different dogs who have completely different mindsets, how much can they help you advance? Yeah, and that would be especially in this group, you have a lot of littermates, everyone was living in the same environment together, however they did that. We, there we, was we, dynamics we, we, because we, we, the we woman don't told know. us. But anyway, they're all used to just each other. Mm-hmm. So now they move here, it's still pretty much just them, maybe one or two other characters. Uh-huh. Um, but once they, once you take them out of that situation, and put them in a fresh one, and then it's just you just kind of start to water that plant and see see what it's going to grow in. Exactly. But we, but we, at least at least we, we we do know the baseline of these dogs. But um, sometimes when you move them like that, you're just not sure of what their potential could be. Yeah, this like, is yeah. just their starting point. Right, yeah. and that's what we end up doing with dogs like this. We move them to the ranch. If things don't progress there, we might use to foster. We have to do different kinds of things. And yeah. every dog is so different. Every dog is that. different, and we all we can do is experiment step by step and see what we think that the dog needs. Well, and if, if you've been on Facebook, then you've probably seen the little, the dog that you meet at six or 30 days is not the same at six months, yeah. a year, this kind of, it's going to be the same thing with these dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to just continue to make progress. Yeah. And it's usually a lot faster once they're in their home. Yeah. If they're matched with the family that has the patience. And and the insight yeah. to know what they're looking at right. and to not be alarmed by it and not throw their hands up in the air. And yeah, they, you can't be exasperated or think that this is going to happen in 24 hours or one week. Yeah. This, but you also can't coddle and let it stay the way it is or she they buzz will never change right. if not made to change and that's the mindset of a lot of people they think that love will solve it all no so they take a dog like this home and just hold her and love her and then that mm-hmm. that'll she make it better that. and that isn't gonna work mm-hmm. for her it's not gonna work what i will say is um consort and cambridge the frenchies that are still there have helped these dogs tremendously because those dogs love us yeah and they are with us and they will follow us and every single one of these dogs besides two of them will now come out of their den on their own volition and go out the door with the Frenchies and they will go and it's not hurting and it's not convincing and it's not having to catch them. It's we're just going to do it. We're going to move with the pack. We're just going to do it. These two Frenchies Mm. say we should go. Yeah. And that that says a lot about mill dogs in progress Mm -hmm. because we haven't had consort in Cambridge that long. long. So look at the progress they've already made. Now they're leading. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just Mm -hmm. with us. Yeah. That's the beauty of dogs. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, real. That, that's what I was going to say. That's just the... That's the beauty of dogs. Yeah. 
You, you know, know uh, dogs, you know, in, in a pack setting, no matter where they came from, they'll still use the other pack members as a yeah. barometer for how to feel. Yeah. Um, you know, even though these corgis came in with not much experience or not knowing what to do, they can still use those other dogs as a role model. Mm -hmm. Where if you're sitting there panicked, you look over and you see that other dog, and you, it makes that dog go, hmm. Hmm. not too bad. And we'll see those thoughts. We can yeah. see oh, them yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. We see them like go like that. Go like that and look and the ears are pinned back and they go, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. Mm -hmm. now leave, them, leave them alone and just let thoughts. them think for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and we love that. <clears throat> I mean, we love well, that. I, th I think you've referred to it a, a lot of times of like you see the light come You see on. a light. There's a little light. Look at that. Look at that I little know. light right well, there. Well, that's what I say to them. Even because especially these two boys, I say, I see you. I see you I in there. I see you thinking in yeah. there. Because there's, they're just now, and we'll get to it, but they're just now kind of, you can just see it. Yeah. They start to go, okay, you're not going to do anything to me. You feed me. You don't hurt me when you have to pick me up. Yeah. And the other dogs don't seem too scared of you. Yeah. So I'm just going to, it's going to, the wheel starts to turn. And sometimes it takes a month mm -hmm. before anything even happens. And it's just every day, the same thing until they go, oh, yeah. oh, it's not too bad. Yeah. Okay, so dog number three is Dagger. Dagger he's, is he's yeah. male tricolored. So once again, he's the black, tan, and white, right? He's the biggest. Biggest, um, yes, biggest at twenty-eight pounds. Born August seventh of twenty-one, so he's just a year old, a year and two months. Um, and he did come with his brother, who we'll talk about next. So he is neutered already. Um, so tell us about him, Emma. Dagger was our heel biter I and our chaser. I can tell you about him on intake. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had a bad day on intake. He was so, he did not know what was happening. And his goal was to control that environment some way, somehow. Yeah. And he was going to chase you. And he was going to yell at you and bark at you. And um, he did it to like three people. And then he did it to me. And I turned around on him. And I was like, it's over. No more. <laughs> and it was over at that point. And he hasn't done it again. No. Not once. No. Not one time has he. And the he breeder warned us about it. him and said that he did that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she's owning him in a different setting. Very different setting. She can't control that. He's in a run or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's lots of dogs in heat. And so oh my gosh. the excitement level for, yeah. you know, that many all together like that. Yeah. It's, it's bedlam. Just, yeah. That's, that's what their life is with in commercial breathing it's, yeah. it's just bedlam yeah you know they're surrounded by other dogs they're surrounded by barking they're excited by energy there's you they, know. they develop manic behaviors yes. in the in their space repetitive behaviors and for him i think that that all that is yes it is a breed trait but i think it became his way of i'm going to control my environment for these five seconds of me doing that yes. and i'm going to control that person because maybe i don't want them near me maybe i just feel a little weird right. um but he's he's in a better place now he still has a very long way to go um we have to catch him to get him inside or not to get him inside but to get him in his den he will come inside mm -hmm. um but he is the most scared of the, I guess I'll just say two boys because we're going to leave um, the one that's going out. Mm -hmm. But of him and, uh, I can't remember, Jordy, he's more scared than Jordy, um, but he also picks on Jordy. It's a litter mate issue. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, but he, um, he runs from us. 
Um, you, he does not, he cannot be put on a leash right now. Um, in, in a, he cannot be put on the leash in the mode of we're going to move. No, we're not. <laughs> we're going to alligator roll and freak out. And everything's very scary for him. He just today has started to approach me as long as I'm not looking at him. If I'm not giving him any attention, he'll come up and do kind of a, what do you wide want? Birth. Yeah, a wide, wide he's going to come investigate. I sat out in the turf this morning with them. Um, and he kind of was like, okay, okay. You're not up in a chair. You're down low, but don't look at him. Don't mm -hmm. talk to him. <laughs> um, you can talk to him. He's actually knows his name at this point. You go dagger, dagger, dagger. And he'll look over and he'll kind of trot over. And then he goes, Oh, what am I doing? And he kind of <laughs> lost my mind. <laughs> kind of he freaks himself out. Yeah. He wants to, I can see it. I say, I see you. I see you. Cause he wants to do it. And then he goes, Whoa, 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 Whoa. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> but um, he, um, as he's gotten to know me, I can only speak for myself. I can go and pick him up and he's not going to run anymore and we can go and we can move and we'll go to our den and it's not as big of a deal. He was the most scared of the three boys though. I, he, you remember he was barking at anybody that was walking yes, by his yes. door and I was like, oh my God. He came at, he came out at several people on yeah. intake and I, he was going to clip their, he's going to he clip sure them was. their leg. He's he, going to clip them. He had a lot of negative thoughts that yes, first day. Yes, he did. He's really calmed down. Very quiet quiet in a den um he doesn't want any issues um outside of this litter mate crap that i don't even count it as mm -hmm. anything because it's they just don't need to be together right um he's fine with the girls but everybody's in heat now so we're all split up um but dagger is a project he needs somebody that's going to push him but not allow him to take control because his insecurities will take control and i will add my thoughts on dagger and the home that he goes to yeah I will not allow any children. No. I will not allow any grandchildren. I will not allow any small person who runs and screams because that will snap back to him oh very my gosh. quickly, the hurting and chasing. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, a dog like him needs to live with another dog who's balanced yeah. and has no intentions of hurting or because they will join together in that and turns into very negative things. He needs, he needs a person and a person who's gonna give him some time because he wants to, even with me, he wants to, but he's fighting himself every second of like, whoa, uh, 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 no, uh, never mind, I'm going away. Yeah. And then he'll kind of reapproach it and he gets a little closer and then he freaks out again. Yeah. And by freaks out, I mean, he wants to get about three to five feet from me and maybe he's a little interested and then I make a movement. I, not even towards him, but I, I cough, I breathe and that, and that clicks in his head. Whoa, I don't need to be over this. Yeah. This is too close, too You're close, too close, You're too close. Yeah, but we're, we're like I said, we're at a point where if he sees me coming, he kind of just stops. And there's not that that manic, I have to get away, which is what it was for all of these dogs, even last week. was right. It was a two-person project to get them inside, right. trapping and catching and all of that. Every time, every time we went out. So that is, that is Dagger. Big boy. Big boy. He's big. He is big. Okay, next is Dime. Yep. Who is Dagger's brother? Sister. I got Dime as a male. Dime's a female. Female. Okay. okay. You need to correct that. So Dime's a little girl, tricolored, like her brother, and same birth date, August 7th, 2021, so just a year and two months old. Mm -hmm. um, not spayed yet. 20 pounds, so substantially smaller than her brother at 28 pounds. Um, tell us about Dime. Dime is in the same class as Buzz. 
of being very scared. She was the most scared on the first day, I would say. She was that one that I sent that picture because somebody was holding her and I said, I don't know who this is, but this she's cute mm-hmm. when we couldn't tell any of these dogs apart yet. Yeah. Um, super, super flighty, um, wants to get away from you. Um, like I, like literally the past two days, I feel like we're at a point with these dogs where we can start approaching them and they're not going to just go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're out there for 10 minutes, kind of getting them in a corner, you know, to where you can pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, she has, she was one that was in the Corgi corner where she was not going to come out of that corner. She has now come out and she moves well with the other dog. She never goes off by herself to do anything, mm-hmm. but she moves well with like socks and Foxy. Those three kind of move in a little little pack that kind of does their thing around the yard. She's going to take a lot of time in a home, a Mm -hmm. lot of time. Her brain is fighting her much like dagger and buzz Mm -hmm. um, where she doesn't want to bite you. She doesn't want to hurt you. She doesn't want to thrash, but it's very scary to have your hands on her for any reason to be coming towards her for any reason, but something hilarious about her. She demands to be hand fed. You must sit in her den with her and she wants it out of your hand. She wants you to come close to her and she will eat it and she's happy to eat it. But when you go to pick her up out of her den, she's digging into the floor, trying to get away from you into the corner of the wall where the floor meets the wall of her den. And she just wants to evaporate into the floor and be gone. Um, crazy. But she just wants you, to eat out of your hand. Loves for you to come sit in there. will not eat it out of a bowl. You can either kind of try to put it on the ground and sometimes that'll work, but then she'll go, no, no. Like, bring it. Yeah. That's how she wants so you to do you it. So when you sit in a den with her, will she at all approach your lap? Um, no. no. She wants to go lay on either side, um, wherever you are not. And she lays down, but you're allowed to give her your hand with the food in it. And she's perfectly happy with that. She's not, she's not turning away from that. She comes towards it, but she won't get up. She doesn't want to walk so towards you. So she's going to eat out of your hand, but she's still in a prone position. She's laying down and she's scared. Um, but yeah, she she wants you to be right there. And I kind of sat funny. outside of her den and just with my legs in there and just had a hand in there. And that was okay. But she doesn't mind if you're just all the way in the den and you're just right there. She'll eat all of her food in about a minute. This, my friends, is what we call a quirk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's it's got a, quirk. a quirky little thing. Did you get Cuckoo Karoo down there? Melba's barking downstairs because she's looking for me and she can't find me. And took her outside and she potted like a good girl. She's getting much faster with the pottying. Mm-hmm. When I first had her, I'd take her out. It would, it's like a 20 time circle oh, wow. where she has to keep looking and looking and looking. And then she finally finds a spot. That's getting faster each time. Thank goodness. But I told you I would talk about her housebreaking a little bit in a podcast. I'm going to throw that in right now because I don't think a lot of people understand. This dog is 15 years old, and I don't think she's been housebroken her whole life. And she's not going to be housebroken. No, she was like the first three or Eh, four years. Maybe when my dad was still alive. Yeah. So what it has has gone to now, because she's a little kooky, you know, which what I mean by that is they're not right in their mind. She can't see great. No. She can't hear anything. At all. I was testing it outside, just clapping. Right. The good thing is, is when a dog like her is not housebroken, it's not the same as a puppy who squats to pee every 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. She still holds her urine for two to three hours. But if you don't pick her up and take her outside, Mm -hmm. she'll potty on the floor. Because it's interesting because this dog used a dog door her whole life. But like I said, she can't see that well, and she doesn't know where she is now. But she learned to come in the dog door quite quickly from the outside. 
but she has not yet had any interest in taking it to go outside to go potty. She doesn't make that connection at all. Yeah. Of, I need to potty, I should go out that door and go potty. So the rest of her life, the rest of my days, if she pees on the floor, it's my fault. Because I didn't time it and know that two to three hours have passed, I need to go get her. And what does timing it mean? So for me, I go, with a dog like this, um, if I'm starting from scratch, every two to three hours, I carry that dog outside. I watch her until she pees. She pees. A dog like this, like a full... You can bl- let her down. If she's peed, she's good. Okay. Because she did. It's okay. Um, a, a, a dog like that, of, of like that size, what, 13, 15 pounds or something like that? Oh, she's like eight. Really? Yeah. Eight. <clears throat> anyway, should have like a solid like five to ten second pee. So when that dog pees, in my head I go, one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. And she did a six. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's, that's a pretty that's, good pee. That's pretty good pee. Yeah. So you should be good for a little bit. Um, and then it, that just logs in your mind. And the next two or three hours, you're going to do that again. Yep. If you just fed her and then she got a big old drink of water, well, your next two or three hours, well, you're probably going to have a 10 to 12 second pee. Or at least you should if you keep going and going and going. <laughs> I don't know anybody <laughs> that counts. I'm going to tell Danny he's failing. Oh, I my count gosh. The I've, I count always, the pee. I've always I need to know how much you needed to pee. Yeah. How much, like, have you drank? How much time you went from that pee? I'm did counting, I wait, I'm counting I the Yeah, because if I'm staying on schedule and then you do a big old pee, I go like, whoa, what was that? Let me right. think back to the rest of your day. Yeah. Maybe you're not processing food like as, as, as you have in the past. Or your end water intake has increased. Or, yeah, or yeah, you engorged on a bunch of water. Right. But anyway, all that goes into, into the, the uh, data sphere of, 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 <laughs> of, 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 of potty training a dog. And it's something I do each of my dogs every single day all throughout the day i do this with every single dog and when you take on a dog like this is a project this is a project it's a never-ending project it's a never-ending project and she will only get worse as she ages yeah that's that's right it's 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 not like a puppy (laughs) where you work through it and it gets to us ironclad solid dog you know when you say project it's like well it should be getting better but it's actually project getting worse and believe me and we're just trying we're just trying to do the best we can every day so and that's what i signed on for and i knew full well that that's what it was yes but i just want people to understand taking care of a senior dog like Mm -hmm. this who pees on the floor it's because you failed yeah, I mean, it, you it, it, need to keep your schedule, and and it's hard because like sometimes I'm not home. I'm not home for like three or four hours. I cannot lock that dog up, because if you lock her up, she stresses, she panics, she barks, she pees, she shits in her crate and stomps all in it. So I would rather come home to a puddle that was on the floor that she walked away from, mm-hmm. than to clean up that mess in a crate. Mm-hmm. Plus, because she, I'm she not, has long hair, and because okay. I'm not training her. To not go in her crate. I'm trying to coexist with her. And there's a difference. Yeah. And it's also really important to state, too, is that Melba, I mean, was it two or three different homes? Yeah. And it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Whether or not because these... they thought they were signed on for it, but they weren't. <laughs> yeah. Whether, whether or not they knew the full specifics of it, uh, we can't really be sure of that because we weren't involved in it. Right. But once again, it's one of the reasons why you need to be honest 
and you need to know what it is you're looking at, know what it is you're working with in order to find that best home. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, I can think of, man, any friend I know, they would never sign up for that. Well, it's hard. It's very hard. I've heard about people that like have come to us to adopt and they'll say that they got this dog and like, thank goodness it's not all the time, but like they were tricked into the dog by a rescue. It's horrible. Yeah. And I would would never want to carry that either. No, I would never. I mean, I understand that that dogs are hard to place, but I don't want to trick somebody into adopting a dog and I can't imagine that practice. But I guess it does occur. Thankfully, it's not prevalent as far as I know. Yeah. But I've had more than, you know, a handful of people over the years tell me. Yeah. They were tricked into a dog. Travis, put her over there with the dogs because she'll be happy with them. She's just cooking around behind the chairs. (laughs) And, you know, maybe it was just that they didn't know some of the things and that. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, if if we are honest about what we're talking about here with the corgis you know i told you we had 60 to 80 applicants it's going to take the 60 to 80 applicants pool down to maybe 15 17 and it's nothing against against them no this is not like a just easy peasy let's get a puppy no but that's why that's why we're doing this is because i love that we have 60 to 80 applicants but i need i don't i can't i don't have the time to call 80 people and be this transparent and go through all these dogs yeah. to try to find the one go that's going to Go through 80 fit. different people and then list and list out the 9 to 12 different dogs you have and just go through all the different specifics and and of the dog, of the home. Now you're asking someone, is that something that you can handle? And, of course, you're on the phone with someone. They may feel on the spot and be like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Because, no, they, just, because it's cute. And, well, you know. And that's, they also, but and that's then, why we're doing this. But uh, Laura can take the link to this podcast and just send it to them instead. Yeah. I mean, they and have to listen to some of our, you know, sorry, stuff. Maybe Wes can have clips. <laughs> well, I thought it was important to throw Melba in there as an example. Well, she is. Yeah. I mean, you know? that, that is a good example yeah. of your house training a senior. These people, you know, someone adopting from us is house training a puppy yeah. and or a mill dog. That will hopefully go up on the improvement exactly. as opposed to down on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the ladder as Melba gets older and more blind and more incontinent or whatever. I mean, that's just what I'm, that's what I'm signed on. Well, I, I would like to note about these corgis, very clean in their dens overnight. That's fantastic. Like really very, is. very clean in their and dens. And that's not typical because I, re- I mean, I can just remember so many times when we started the rescue, we weren't at the, we didn't have the sanctuary and we would have as Wes would call them, the mill mommies, down at the Lone Star Dog Ranch. And we would have, like, because the dens down at the ranch are much bigger because y'all have larger larger dogs. dogs. Um, And so you would have, like, multiple mill moms together, and you would come in from overnight, and they would... Hazmat. It just looked like, <laughs> you know, so cows fun. had so been in there overnight. Yeah. and had pa- a lot of different names for it. It yes. was a shit stomp, Trav's specialty. shit grenade. It, I don't know why. It always seemed like Wes, though, would, like, have that shift, like, right after they came in. Or Travis would have it. He gets the I, most upset by it. The I, day after they started eating. I think I just complained the most. Yeah. yeah. It's just, <laughs> or he would take the most photos it's just and send the text. Yeah. And, and I would look at that, and I, I swear I could smell it. For, yeah. through the phone yeah. 
people every, every no dog idea. is different though some some dogs just can't handle that that type of routine and that's just what they're gonna do um honestly thinking back to like the group that put me at my breaking point was the monkey boys there's seven tell, of them i'll tell you there's the fr- seven t- of them I'll and t- it's every morning the, fr- the frenchie that was about to kill me and i don't know if that woman listens to the podcast but her her dog was chocolate chip and i think it was oh, named yeah. layla and recently passed <laughs> she away. passed away yeah really yeah and that dog wow I mean, yeah, wow. I, remember it. I will never, ever, ever forget it because it was every single day <laughs> without fail. Every, I thought, how on earth is this dog ever going to do in a home? That lady took that dog home and she absolutely adored that dog. And every single time I saw her thereafter, she had a fancier dress on. Every uh, well, she had custom time. outfits. Custom outfits. And, yeah. and she, I would look at her in that dress. And I would think about what I would come in to clean up because she wouldn't just poop her den. She would stomp it, stomp it, stomp it, stomp it, yeah, stomp it's, it, it's stomp like, it, stomp it's, it, it's, stomp it. It's like someone told that dog, it's like, <laughs> the best thing you can do is shit as much as you can, and then I need you to stomp it. Stomp it. So, it's like so smear it. So it's all, no, so it's all dry in the floors, the yeah. bars. And it's concrete. Everything. It's spackle. Unless you have sand. Yeah, like spackle. It is like spackle. There's another dog I think of like the same thing. It was a chocolate lab, German chocolate. German chocolate. I remember having that dog, and same thing. Single night. Sometimes you just put her, uh, just just like up to feed, and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. But yeah. you know, and, it, and, and of course it makes you question your sanity and your life choices, <laughs> your career choices, and all these things. But I just I, I remember thinking like, whoever adopts this dog, like I feel like terrible for them. I want them to know, and of course Laura says all that. Yes. But like, so difficult. We so just, difficult. We just had that with but, Thomas and Matriarch. Yeah, where the two dogs. But they do, to they do so much. They do so much better though in a home. In a home. Yeah. Exactly. Just, yeah, you know, and, 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 and that's what I was gonna say. It. And German chocolate's like come back to board with us. Does never do it. Nothing. Monkey boys too. Who do we have that comes? To Haji. 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 Just as clean as a whistle yeah, in there. He's a good boy. It's just it's. It's just, well, it's just, they they always do the. They always do well in the home. They always. They. I mean, it's. We there was one dog, Patty LaBelle, went to California, pee on top of the the coffee table. Sassy. They, she peed on top of the coffee table because she was upset. She was, she was trying to send you a message. Why. Yeah. Yeah. But trying to communicate most with of you. the time, you know, these dogs go into their home, they get into a routine and and, and they're fine. And that's and that, that and that's one of the things I was I was gonna say is that like these are mill dogs. They're used to just being in the cage. That's it. There is no other option. And they yeah. and they hate being in that cage. They have to go to the bathroom in that cage. They have to yeah. drink, eat in that cage. That's all they have is that cage. You take them out of that. You bring them to the ranch. Here's all this freedom. Here's all these things to do. All the new things to learn. All the new routines to understand. But still, confinement. You have to. We have to confine mm-hmm. at the at the end of the day, and that reverts them back. Right back. It reverts them right back, and they go right back to. Oh my God. Okay, all normal again. Do I have to pee? Maybe a little bit pee. Yeah. Do I have to poop? Yeah, yeah just, just get poop. it all up. And sure. I, and there's a lot of them. But that if, but if they're over being locked up, they're, they're dying over it. it. Yeah. So when we do that to them again at nighttime, there's like a panic that they do yeah. because they've had freedom. They're going yes. out in the yard. Yeah. They're doing. Well, this. now we have this, and now we have to do this. Again, so, most dogs, you know, when, when it comes to mill dogs, if I take in like 20 or 30 at a time, 
the majority, 80, 90%, they will figure that out in like a week or two. The first weeks are yeah. always hard. They're yeah, gonna yeah. shit. They're, they're gonna they're gonna shit piss it like crazy. Yeah. But then they usually figure it out. Some can't, and some cannot go back to that to that routine at all because that routine is just toxic in their brain, yeah. and they just cannot do it. Yeah. Those are some of the hard ones to care for on 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 our end. But I always have to remind myself is like yes, when that dog goes in the home, it won't do that anymore. Right. It just it doesn't do and that they don't. anymore. And they really and don't. They don't. Well, we, yeah. we've learned, we learned it at the sanctuary with Countess. She was a Frenchie we just adopted out to a great home. And she could not be in a den. Could not. She went to a manic place in her mind. She's going to, it's like, it's, I have the video of it because I took a video to show the adopter. Yeah. This is what she does. Because this dog is perfect and normal and social and happy and walks on a leash. You wouldn't even know she's from a mill until you put her in a den yeah. because her brain goes back to that place and it's not thinking. It breaks her. She's on the ground, on mm -hmm. the wall, up, down, spin around, on the ground, on the wall, up, down, spin around. She, it, you can't snap her out of it. Yeah. So we started just sleeping her in intake. Perfect. Happy as a clam. Perfect. Just need my space. Perfect. <laughs> I was about to say, none of the mill dogs are out loose at the ranch or at the sanctuary and want to poop and stomp their poop in the no. building. That's not what they're... It's the confinement. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We'd put potty pads out for her and she wouldn't use them. She would just sleep on her bed yeah. in intake. And then we would come in in the morning. She may have a pee accident because, you know, or matriarch because matriarch was on pred steroids. Yeah. But Countess, that last night before she got adopted, not a drop, nothing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next up is Foxy. Uh, did we do Dipper? Did no, we, do we Dipper? didn't do Dipper. Okay. Dipper. We did Dime. We did Dime. Dipper, I have as a girl. Who is? No, she's got the same birthday as. Mm-mm. I'm seeing things. Uh, Eight fourteen of two thousand eighteen. She's a mama. So she's a mama, three years old, twenty-one pounds, red and white. Um, I would not be surprised if she's Buzz and um, Bistos or Bistos, mama. Mama. Yeah. Okay. Um, and socially, who is she? She is chunky like Bramble. <laughs> the fatty girl. She's, she has a booty that literally jiggles and wiggles when she walks. <laughs> and she is hilarious. Um, she's really starting to come out of her shell. Still a mill dog. Still, you cannot walk her on a leash or anything like that. But follows us right outside. She's making strides at the sanctuary. She's not staying in her hole of, of being scared. Um, we can pick her up. We can, we can move around with her very social with the other dog. She's not like Bramble who Bramble does, doesn't want anything to do with him. Negative or positive. She just wants nothing. Yeah. Dipper's happy to run around and, you know, hippity skippity hoppity with the puppies and kind of do her thing. I've never seen her be nasty to anybody at all. Um, she's kind of just middle of the road. Um, mm -hmm. she's got a long way to go. She doesn't know anything about being a pet, but I can see her being just like, a month in a home and you're just you've got a normal dog okay. um she's she's very easy um eats pretty well for us but likes to eat off the floor randomly um i don't know that most of these dogs had been eating out of bowls because the whole group has weird quirks with the bowls and sometimes a lot of times what these mill owners do is they have like a they have a, a feeder mm -hmm. like the rabbit yeah. feeders that hangs on the and that and it just drops dog food so Pellets. Yeah, it's just there. Dog food's just there. That's why some of them are fat because yeah. they just some some, of them, some like to lay up and eat. Some <laughs> like to just eat. I don't know anything don't about. Hate. I don't know. You know. 
But Dipper is very sweet. Um, she, I don't have a ton to say about her because she doesn't give us a lot of trouble with Which anything. means that she'll be easier to Easier place. to be. Easier. I think she'll progress very quickly in right. the home. Right. She definitely, you know, she's still kind of nervous and still doesn't really want you to pick her up and stuff, but you can do it. She's not, it doesn't, it doesn't send her to a place of sheer panic when right. you have to go get her or anything right. like that. Okay. We can go to Foxy, who is a female, tricolored, born March 5th of 2020. So she's about two and a half years old. Socks is litter mate. 16 pounds. So she's a little girl. Just she's like little. And not... Uh, she does have a litter mate. Socks it's is her, socks, her yeah. sister. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about Foxy. Foxy was one of the really, really scared girls with Dime and Buzz um, in the corner. She's Fo the one that has like a little bit more of a pointier face. Um, yeah. Foxy looks like a little... Like a little fox. Like a little fox. Yeah. Not like... Um, Bushy looks like a fox, but she looks like a fox. Foxy has... She looks a lot like Dime, but she's got a little white, white. on the outside, um, whereas Dime has no white on her face. Oops, sorry. Dime has no white on her face at all. Um, Foxy is going to take um, a lot like Buzz, Dagger, Dime. She's kind of more on the shutdown side. She's pretty scared. She does move around in her little group in the yard now, mm -hmm. um, but it's still kind of a... Uh, you know, you open the door and everybody runs in and then she questions, what am I going to do? Am I going to go in with them or are they going to have to kind of come out and walk behind me and then I'll come inside? Um, she's doing a lot of thinking, though. She's no longer just sitting in the corner. Mm -hmm. She's she's out and moving, um, but she's she's pretty scared. She's okay. she's one that's going to take a little bit more work than somebody like Dipper or the ones that are already pending that are a lot more outgoing. Okay. Um, she's kind of more in that class of being pretty nervous. Okay. Um, next up is Jordy, who is brother to Dagger, and I thought, they, I thought he was just as big, but he's not. Mm -mm. He's, uh, this, uh, Jordy is a male, 8, 7 of 21, so a, about a year and two months, and he is already neutered and weighing in at 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. He is a very, very sweet boy. He is the most submissive, and he gets picked on the most um, by the other boys. Mm -hmm. Um he is uh he today is finally coming up to me and i can give him some some scratches we're like we're to that point where i can actually just touch him casually and it's not like a, i'm getting you to go in or i'm you know he'll actually kind of he's making some choices to to kind of venture out away from dagger because uh -huh. dagger they were very much sticking together and now he's going if you're staying back there, I'm still going. And yeah. I'm going to come up to these people and I'm going to make some different choices. On intake, when I was there, they both stuck together. Oh, yeah. And Dagger was the one in front saying, I'm going to chase all of them off. He had us. a dagger. I'm going to chase them all off for us. I got us. Yeah. Yeah. I got, it. I got this. I've got it. I've got it. I've you got stay it. back. You stay back. <laughs> and Jordy's saying, I'm, I'm done staying back. Yeah. Um, he he is like I said, he's a very very sweet boy, um, but he is getting picked on by these other boys. So we've kind of made some different decisions as far as splitting them up. Yeah. Um, but that's just a littermate thing. He just needs away from his brother. Okay. And that's why when you asked Laura, they yeah, these yeah. two just can't. Um, they're not those kind we of. We had brothers. some. We had someone who was interested in the brothers, mm -hmm. and so you know. We needed to stop and discuss who they were, and that's just not going to be something, something that was going to work. And I wanted to say specifically about Jordy and Dagger, um, neither one of these boys, when you come to adopt them, they're not going to want to be with you. That's so important. Let me, let me I just, forgot let me about, just talk to about that. that a minute because 
I say this to Laura all the time when she, because people want to like maybe come and do a meet and greet with these. They guys. don't want to meet you. And I, well, I mean, <laughs> you you got to balance expectations yeah. of what I've had a, you of know, what you want. Like a human yeah. wants certain things, yeah, and you expect certain things, rightly so. If and that goes for this whole group. Actually, that goes for any dog. Any dog. Any dog at all, yeah. because if your expectation is that this dog is going to come out Yay! and wag his tail and come and lick you and be so happy, I mean, like, sometimes and like, and like know a, who you are yeah. or why you're there. Yeah, I mean, occasionally we get like a a Doberman or something, you know, that they want to come like glam and, yeah. on to you and you know, aviator, you know. But a lot of dogs will not make a good first impression for you. They Mill dogs will not make they a just, good first they just impression. Won't. Yeah. And that is just that is just to be expected, understood, and accepted. Yeah. I mean, I've been with these dogs since the day they came in, and Jordy decided today that you're not so bad, and maybe I'll let you pet me, and it's not, it's not going to break me. If, and how, if much, how much time is that? They came in... With two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. So yeah. that's, what, 90 hours from me? Two weeks yeah. of every day with them. But yeah. the flip side is if that dog had been one-on-one -on -one in your home or in it your pack, yeah. you're going to make so much... They'll have no other so much faster. And removed from the group. Yes. That, yes. yes. The that, hive that mind. Affects, <laughs> that affects their brain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to say that because when we had the meet and greet that came in met all the corgis, these two boys were the most, other than Buzz, they wanted to get away from these people. Don't look at me. Don't touch me. Don't yeah. even motion towards me. They were like not having it. So I noted in my mind, that's going to go for anybody that comes and meets yeah. these boys specifically they um and they, that's what we mean when we say that someone has not been well socialized yes. they've never had the experience they don't understand that this is a meet and greet and these people are they friendly know. and all they want to do is pet you and it's going to be fine they don't they, have they no don't clue. see they don't see mm. anything positive about you no that's yeah. scary yeah. and yeah. terrifying it's and not like cider you? house rules where it's like they're all going to be on their best behavior no. and act like good dogs no. orphanage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pick me please yeah. i'll be good no <laughs> they're saying get away from me don't even look at me or touch they're like, me i could care less if i ever see you again right yeah. well and as, as time goes yeah, on in fact go away as, <laughs> as time goes on you'll have um my experience especially with like the frenchies and when we have shepherds like shenandoah they get attached to one of us yes and they don't want any effing part of that meet and greet and what are you doing trying to make me i want to be by you and i want to be behind you and why are you leaving the room and what's going on we had that even just a little bit with countess because she had some separation anxiety and i had to be like this is actually a good thing she's going to attach to you very quickly right. once i'm out of the picture right and it's not optional we call that transferring bond yes <laughs> and, and, and clients dogs do the same yes thing. they do yeah and sometimes it takes mm -hmm. 10 minutes and sometimes it takes 10 days mm -hmm. yeah. yeah but that's just keep it keep in mind because when i say i'm petting them now and it's this and it's that that's not going to be day one maybe it will maybe something will happen when you put your but, hand on a dog like this they act as if they've been electrocuted yes it's 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 a <laughs> lot of twitching and 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 well and again going on we haven't said this in a very very long time but typically in a puppy mill if a hand is being placed yes. on a dog something is happening is happening to a the dog medical procedure yeah. it's not like something good temperature or an exam it's, it's something not they're being good. artificially right. you know yeah. it's not like they're the hand is being a stuck in touch. there right. to give them a stroke or no, it's no, to no, no, do no, no, something do not associate it with anything positive no which is why it's hilarious that dime wants to eat out of your hands exactly. it's just like what <laughs> <laughs> they may smell the non-mill on you yeah that's right maybe, maybe. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, Jordy, he's a very, very sweet boy. He is making strides faster than Dagger is. And um, handsome. He's cute. Boy. She goes back down. Yeah, she's going. <laughs> Jordy's, okay. Jordy's cute. Hey, hey, this is this is real life. Uh, you know. Well, it's because yeah. so there's a big staircase right out of. She was just up here. But at her, at Renee's mom's house, she had like the staircase of death, is what I call it. It's like this the staircase had a gone with the wind. So this <laughs> this old kookadanny has been going up and down the. Yes. You know. Gone That's with fine. the wind staircase. We're almost done, and I'll go down, and then she'll be very happy because she, does, she doesn't want me to hold her or anything. She just wants you to get up she in the bed. She wants me to sit in my bed and watch TV, and then she'll sleep in the bed She wants right you to there. be still. Yeah, and be there. And that, and that's that's also like like a really important thing for like some of these mill dogs. You know, somebody listening might might go like, "Well, if this dog's terrified of me. It's like, what do I do? What am I getting out of this? Yeah. Well, well, what are, what are you getting out of it? Sure, that that that's a thought. But if you're in it, what what is it that you do? And the, and the answer is not really a whole lot. Be comfortable. Don't be anxious for the dog. Don't, don't follow the dog around. Don't, oh, what do you need? Oh, I'm so sorry. You're shivering in the corner. I'm going to approach you and shiver for you. No, just like let them experience your calmness. The, the, be the, calm the, the and ignore that dog. The, the environment that they're in. One of the first things I'll say is like limit your environment, limit their space to get them yeah. less things to worry about and just let them deal with that. Observe how they watch and look through it. Be just confident in yourself and just watching them and then just start giving them routines of this is what we do. We don't ask a whole lot, especially if you're shy or nervous. No, we just... I come and get you. It's just like, oh, I know you're scared. You're shivering in the corner. I got you now. Here we go. We're just off. It's just We're just moving along. It's just off. Off we go into the routine over and over and over yep. again. And just, and just and just and just off you go then. Off and you just, go. And just <laughs> wait. Just be just be consistent for them. Yeah. Um, and confident. And confident. 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 That's what gets these dogs because we can only get them so far at the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. It's not a home. It's yeah. just not. We try to make it as calm and as good as possible. But just even the act of your dime, you're digging into the floor and you want to get away from me so bad. Maybe the 35th time I pick you up, you're finally going to go, oh, you know what I mean? Nothing bad's going to yeah. happen It's, it's fine. We're just yeah. going outside. That's all it is. Yeah. But mm -hmm. they'll do that at home too. And if they're allowed to regress and revert and you you're, and you're not just let's just live life you're not going to see the progress every right. time there are right. dogs that will stay in that forever if they're allowed to okay so the last one is socks mm -hmm. who is the sister to foxy according to my according yep. to my notes um tri-colored once again she's one of the ones that looks very much like a little fox they mm -hmm. have a narrower face mm -hmm. um born march 5th of 2020 so about two and a half years old this says 11 pounds. She's not. She says one pound. <laughs> so I think she's 21 or. No, she's like the same size as Foxy. Yeah, so I okay. probably. Foxy's typo pounds. Yeah. Under 20. So behaviorally, she's very similar to Foxy? Very similar. Socks is of maybe of like dime, Foxy, and socks. Socks is your most outgoing, but that's not to say Socks is outgoing. Um, she's still We're talking about a scale yeah, here. Yeah. She's still very, very nervous, and she moves with Diamond, with Foxy, but Socks is maybe the one in front. And yeah. she's going to kind of, let's go, guys, and we're doing it all three together, and we're going to do it. Um, 
no issues. I should have been saying this with every single one of them, but no issues with any of these other dogs. Yeah, let's, what I, what let's say want, that for the whole group, yeah. though, what because I that's important. What I want to add, or a question for the whole group, because from the information that you have fed to me, I would say that the answer is very clearly that all of these dogs would do much better in a home with another dog. A thousand percent. As a Bramble is the only one that would be happiest probably by herself or with a dog that doesn't care about her at all. Right. But other than that... Uh, Dagger, we are going to be specific about the dog in the home, that it's not a herding dog. Mm -hmm. And no not, children. And no children. The other thing that I, I do want to say, unfortunately, we cannot cat test any of these dogs. So if there's a cat in the home, that's just, we're not a cat rescue and... We, you know, what Wes's cats are just too old. Well, just I, too I old just had to explain to someone the other day that Whitey is older. He's not feeling he's well, like 20 and, years and we old. can we and simply cannot do that to him yeah. anymore. And so I'm sorry that we, you know, if you're local and you want to, Sporky was the last one. Oh, yeah, Sporky. We're not. <laughs> we're not. Upset at that we're not doing that to Whitey. We can't. Yeah. So. Well, shoot. I mean, we need to. Get princess. Get bring princess into the group. Woo! Well, I can pick up Woo! just about all my cats. <laughs> yeah, but like those, those cats are. It's not a house cat. Right, yeah. their life is different outside as opposed to like a cat that's going to live in your house. Well, with Princess the dog. is that's true. Princess is different than all of the other cats. She might be a cat that we could use. She for, needs to work because like. <laughs> but she's a job. She, is she not, needs to do something. She is, she is unemployed. Not, she is not earning her keep right now <laughs> at all. We might be able to you uh, the problem is I just, you probably can't always find well, her. Well, and this is the deal. No, I can get her every I can get her every day. We can't make any promises about exactly. cats is what I want to say is exactly. all all we can say is you know, this is what happened with this particular, you know, yeah. incident, but we can't Your make cat's promises. Probably different. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you've got an older cat that stays upstairs and doesn't typically come downstairs, sleeps all day, and you're, you know, sometimes you have that, or do you have two cats that want to chase your dog in the house? And you know, there's all kinds of different cats. Dynamics. The, well, one of the other things that we can learn a little bit about dogs with a cat is the cat that's at, at Dr. Reno's office because that's true. And all and all we need to know is if if that dog lays eyes on that cat and wants to kill it instantly, that's all we can give you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what a lot of the cat testing is. is I, I, yeah. can, I can tell right away if that dog's going to have a prey fixation on right. you well, know, that you, cat. You, and, and you want a cat that's pretty savvy. Obviously, you work at a vet clinic, you're pretty savvy. Yeah. You know, I was I went, I took sweeps to the ranch yesterday to like give her a bath, and then just uh, brought her home. And princess is doing her weird princess stuff where she's just like sitting on the porch, just like this. And I actually brought sweeps off leash. I just brought sweeps right over to her. And Sweeps just kind of walked up, and then Princess just kind of stayed there like oh. this. Do something. Princess said, you know what? I need a job in the cat testing <laughs> I field. think so, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she just kind of stayed there. And you know, Sweeps has got plenty of experience with cats. She plays with Mr. She used to play with Mr. Yeah, cats. I used to babysit Sweeps, too. Really? So, oh, yes. yes. Oh, Sweeps, yeah. Sweeps oh, yeah. will full-on play with yeah. a cat. Wow. That's hilarious. She, she, she would never harm yeah. a cat. She would most certainly chase one, just like any dog, but she's not going to harm it or anything, so... Um, well, we might keep Princess on the back burner. If you have like a fantastic home, <laughs> maybe, and maybe we can just see if they want to sleep if somewhere they else. Just kill a cat immediately, you know? right? 
Because the other cats have kicked her out. They don't want her anymore. So Poor yeah. princess. She's always on the No, show. not poor no, princess. Poor princess. She's, she's, yeah. been, she's been kicked out of yeah. so many places. If you get kicked out of the cat house, the cat yeah. coffee house, that's sad. Comes the princess, it's like, ouch, the consequences of my actions. Oh, my actions. <laughs> yeah. nah. I'm really sorry that I did that not. Yeah. Not, not one tear. <laughs> so that's our corgis. Yep. And I think we covered those pretty... In a pretty detailed so fashion. So if you have you an now. application in for a corgi and you've listened to, you know, us talk about them and you have an interest, then please email me. Yep. DogRanchRescue.gmail.com. Corgi, corgi, corgi. You have to listen to the whole thing, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. And you have to to Melba barking downstairs. Yeah. Making her demands. Yeah. Listening to Not my, the whole time, but most of the time. Just, yeah. Listening to my mom's project dog on the decline. Bark, 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 bark. One senior citizen home up here. This is senior citizen north with Melba, and you've got senior citizen south with Arthur down there. It's a and, rough day. And I've, got some, I've got some old dogs. Me too. I mean, they're all old, except even, for Bassie. Even, even Daryl. I took him on a Pink's ranger run today, and like... After like 300 yards, he's just like, he's just, he come, he comes back inside. He's all just like shuffle stepping and just like late. It's like, man. I, I took mean, mine for a pack walk and that bubs is just so bad. She's just going to go down the creek and go down the creek and go down the creek to yell at her. Bubs, up, bubs. You have to be so bad. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch the whole video, but I saw some of the comments like, did Bubs ever make it back? <laughs> so you must have ended on just you yelling at Bubs. I yelled at Bubs probably three times Bubba's in that video. <laughs> and I think I said to her three times, why do you have to be so bad? Because yeah. yeah. she remembers Donkey would go off in the creek and run off and go to yep. traps. Yep. Donkey. Bubs is bad. She's always in trouble right now. She's not. That's her sleeping. Oh, just kidding. I have Nana's for a few days while Jessica's out of town. So that's the two sisters that squabble and bite each other on their mouths like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our Corgi podcast, guys. All right. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, everybody.